So it's that time of year where we reflect on 2019 and begin to think about next year. So how did you do in 2019? Did you crush your goals? Uh, did you fall a little bit short? But did you even have goals? So how should you set goals? If you're in the goal setting mode right now, like I am, then this episode is for you because you know, you know that setting goals is important. Everybody tells you that you are and you know you should have it, but how do you set goals? How do you get good at setting goals? How do you set goals and then stick with them? And it can be a frustrating process. So do not despair. In this episode, I'm going to kind of give you tips and exactly how I set goals that has worked for me and many others. And so this, you can take this to set goals for the year. I'm going to show you in this episode how to set goals that you can and will achieve, how to stay on track, how to not become overwhelmed, the exact practices that I follow to set goals and to stay on track, and my number one secret why you can never fail at setting goals again. So if that sounds like a plan, let's do this. You're listening to the Apartment Building Investing Podcast, where we'll talk about all aspects of buying apartment buildings with a special focus on raising money from others. And now, your host, Michael Blanc. All right, welcome to the Apartment Building Investing Podcast. I am your host, Michael Blanc. I'm super excited that you're here to learn about apartment building investing the number one best way to quit your job than any other real estate strategy on the planet. Now, this episode is sponsored by my free masterclass called How to Do Your First Apartment Building Deal. If you have not done your first apartment building deal yet or your first syndication, then this free training is for you because in it, I explain how you can get started to do your first deal, whether you have experience or not, whether you have cash or not, doesn't matter. There are literally dozens of people who have followed the system that I outlined in this, in this webinar and have done their first deal. And many of them now are, have already quit their job. So check it out. Learn more at themichaelblank.com forward slash blueprint. That's themichaelblank.com forward slash blueprint. All right, let's get right into our show. All right, in this end of year podcast, it's just going to be me, no guests, just you and I jamming about setting goals. This is typically the time of the year where I set goals, right? Between Christmas and New Year and maybe thereafter, right? And there's going to be really two themes related to goal setting that are going to be really, really cool. One, on the goal setting part, the theme is going to be clarity, on the execution side, it's going to be consistency, okay? Two themes to pay attention to and the, on the goal setting side is clarity and then the execution actually doing your goal is going to be consistency. We're going to, So you're going to hear that theme recurring in the tips I'm going to give you right now. All right, so let's get started right now in tip number one of goal setting and that is to, to develop your why. Wow, so that's really, really important is to develop your why. And you can only develop your why once you develop a certain amount of clarity. If you become clear, then through that process, you will develop your why. Here's why this is so important. I have observed people who are successful and people who are not successful. And I'm trying to figure out what are the patterns? What makes one person more successful than the other person? And it really boils down to the clarity that they have and to what degree they've decided on the life and the path they've chosen. So the people who are successful are very clear that they, that they do not want to be in the same place they are now 12 months from now, 
two years from now, five years from now. Now, this could be because they had a life event. Uh, maybe someone close to them had passed away or developed a sickness or something happened to them, and they start questioning their remaining life on Earth. And when they do that, it puts a lot of different things in perspective. Others have less traumatic experiences, and others literally fabricate them. What I mean by that is they convince them in their mind that they cannot be working in their job this time next year or in five years, because if they do, they're going to miss their kids grow up. And that, in their mind, is so unacceptable that they have to do something about it. And what they do is they decide in their mind that they have to change their life. So the decision point is super, super important. This is why one of my favorite quotes by Tony Robbins, which is this sign here, it's in your moments of decision that your destiny is shaped. And uh, one of my favorite quotes, and it's so true. In fact, when I talk about the law of the first deal, which says that uh, if you do a multifamily deal of any size, your first, you will be financially free in three to five years. While it says your first deal, really upon closer study, the law of the first deal is actually triggered when the decision is made to get started with multifamily. That is how powerful that decision is. And many people, from the time they decide, have literally quit their jobs in one year or 18 months, from the time they decide. And that is really the difference. So develop your why, either because you're forced to or because you do it, is super important. Okay, so that's number number one. Number two is to state your goals clearly and over multiple time frames, right? So you have the right why. Now, the right why is important because it keeps you on track when things aren't going your way, okay? You go back to your original why and it will keep you going. And one more thing I want to say about the why is the bigger you make that why, the better it is. The more mission-based, the more it is not about you, the stronger that why is. So this is why involving your spouse is super important uh, or even your your children is important or your, or your parents if you want to try to take care of them. Or maybe you have even a bigger mission outside of that. The less it's about you, the more powerful that why becomes because if you fail, you're not just letting yourself down, you're letting your spouse down, your kids down, your parents down. You're letting whoever the mission is about, you're letting that person down. And it's kind of like going to the gym, right? So I've been going to the gym with my daughter and she canceled on me the other day because she wasn't feeling well. And what did I do? I stayed in bed, right? So my why was it was made much stronger because I had someone that go to go to the gym with. So it's the same thing here. If you have someone that you're doing something for, it's a much more powerful why. Okay, so now you have that why developed and it's really strong in your mind and there can be no other outcome but for you to be in a different place this time next year. Cool. Awesome. Now you have the foundation of clarity that we talked about. The, the second one is, this is really important for goal setting, is that you state your goals clearly and over multiple time frames. Okay. So what I, what I mean by that is I create goals for the year, for 90 days, and for the month and the week and also the day. Okay. I always focus on three things. Okay. Now, sometimes it can be more. I, I might have, I might have more than three goals in a, in a year, but certainly in a day, there's only three things I want to get done in a day. And so basically, I love the 90 day time frame. It's my favorite time frame because 90 day, the problem with a one year is that let's say your goal is, hey, I'm going to do my first lend in one year. Now, while this goal may be very achievable, there are a lot of things that are very unknown, uncertain, and way out of your control. A lot of things would have to happen. Maybe they happen, maybe they don't. 
A 90-day time frame, though, is much more in your control. It might be something like, hey, in the next 90 days, I want to analyze 20 deals. I want to have spoken with 10 investors and I want to go to two conferences, right? Now, uh, you might have to hustle to get these things done, but with the right amount of hustle, you know you can get those things done. There's like a 95% chance you can knock those goals out. Now, it's important, though, that those 90-day goals are actually consistent with your one-year goals. In this case, let's let's say it's it's you doing your first deal. Are those consistent? Yes, right? Because if you've analyzed 20 deals, now you know how to analyze deals, which is important to make offers for you to uh, use the right words. And that's important when you call a broker that you sound confident, you know what you're talking about, so they don't ask you to submit proof of funds so you go away. No, instead they're going to say, well, gosh, I got this deal coming up next week. If you come in at like $2.5 million, you know, then you, you you can submit an offer. That's the power. That's the power of analyzing 20 deals. So anyway, so those 90 day goals and feed into your one year goals. Now you break those down and you basically apply that for this month. What do I want to get done this month? What are the three, the five things I want to get done this month? And that goes all the way down to the week. So I'll, every Monday morning, I will get up and I'll, I'll say, okay, how, what do I want to get done this week? And typically those are three things uh, and not many more than that. And then I say, okay, I want to get these three things done this week. If I get these three things done, it'll be a good week. I will have made one step closer to my more strategic goals. And I'll do the same thing for the day. So I might have 15 to-dos on my list, but there's only three things that I really need to get done today. And answering these five emails may not be one of them, right? Getting uh, uh, whatever the case may be. So I want to get three things done because I know if I get those three things done, I have a really good shot at getting my, my tasks and my goals done for the entire week. Does that make sense? So that state your goals clearly and over multiple time frames is super important. And we talked and then we talked about these these how many you should set. And that's my third tip is always do the next three things. This is how you never become overwhelmed. For example, your goal might be to do your first deal. I can probably write down 139 steps that would have to happen for that to happen. Now if you look at my 139 steps, you're going to like Oh my gosh, Michael, you know what? I'm already overwhelmed just looking at this thing. I'm just I'm just not even gonna start. And I'll say, okay, fair enough. Let's not do the 139 steps up front. Why don't you do the next three things this week? Well, what are the next three things? Everybody knows the next three things without thinking very much. And it depends on where you are right now. It could be, hey, I wanna analyze my first three deals and, and finish that book. Great, do those next three things. Or it could be, man, by the end of this week, I really, I need to decide on which property manager I'm going to start going with. Could be something like that because you've already talked to some. Achieving that one goal or those two goals or three goals for that week will make all the difference. And you don't have to think about task number 11 or 15, completely irrelevant. And what I love about this is number one, you're never, you are never overwhelmed. You're always doing the next three things that are consistent with your 90 day goals. And you do this long enough and you look up after 90 days and you're like, holy moly, I cannot believe I've done 46 of the 139 steps already. And you just did them. You just did them. You did them. You did them. So I love that. Tip number four is in, especially in the beginning, do not focus on the outcome. Okay. Only on the activity. Yeah, do not focus on the outcome, but only on the activity. Take some pressure off of yourself, okay? So when you're first starting out, oh, I got to make sure I only talk to the right investors. I want to make sure I only analyze the right deals. No, don't do that. 
You want to analyze every deal, whether it's big, small, ugly, or pretty. doesn't matter. You want to talk to anyone who's a potential investor, whether you know they have money or not. Talk to your, your spouse, your best friend, your dog, your cat, your plant. I don't care, okay? You just want to get practice. You want the activity level in the beginning, in the first 90 days, is much more important than the actual outcome. A lot of people stress themselves out. Oh my gosh, I don't have a, a deal to show for. I don't have a single investor yet. Okay, fine. Don't focus on that. Just focus on the activity. Here's what happens, okay? You take knowledge. So you're educating yourself. Maybe you're you go attending the, uh, the the webinar I talked about earlier before, or you're signing up for one of our uh, online courses or whatever the case may be. You're educating yourself. And now you're actually focusing on the activity because now knowledge plus practice equals confidence. And confidence is incredibly important to anything you do in life and multifamily specifically because now when you call up the broker with confidence using the right language, my gosh, they're going to take you seriously. They're going to give you access to off-market deals. You know, when you talk to to a potential investors, they're not going to ask you for a resume in your track record, no, because you already sound confident. So confidence is absolutely huge. And the best way to do that is just to focus on the activity, not the outcome, especially in the first 90 days. Now, after the 90 days, you know how to analyze deals, you know how to talk to investors. Okay, now you can focus more on the outcome. You can say, well, I already know this deal is not going to work out because it's not a value add. I'm not going to be able to, it's too small. It's not in the right. You already know and you dismiss them. You don't even work with them. Already, best by the way, they're saying, I already know this person doesn't have any money and they really can't help me. So I'm just going to, you know, share my enthusiasm and then I'm just going to move on to the next person. Okay. But in the first nine days, you're not going to do that. Okay. All right. So now we're number on number five. You know, I remember, um, this is pretty cool. I was listening to Grant Cardone being interviewed on a podcast. I think it was by Lewis Howes. It was a year and a half, two years ago. And uh, Lewis at the end asked Grant, you know, what his superpower was. And I thought Grant would say, well, my jet, of course, that's my superpower. And instead, he thought about it for a second. And he said, consistency, consistency is a superpower. And I thought that was very interesting. And when I compare that to my earlier career, when I was doing everything under the sun I can get my hands on, I think I suffered from what I call shiny objectitis. You may know what I'm talking about, right? So you're just always pursuing the next best thing because it looks glimmery and shiny. And let me try that. Let me try this wholesale. Let me try this land flipping thing. Let me try this. Let me try that. And you, you never actually allow one strategy to become successful. The best model I've seen is when you give yourself a chance to make something successful. And this normally takes five years to build up something to a level of success. And then you hire your replacement and you keep that business going, but you now have hired a president or a CEO or whatever the case to run that. So for example, successful house flippers have done this. Instead of getting out of the house flipping game, they built the systems and they brought someone in to replace them and they're still owner in the house flipping business or proper management business or cleaning service or whatever they, ha they have. And, and that really is the model. So when Grant said consistency, I thought that was very interesting. And that's my advice to you, okay? you are about to embark on something extremely meaningful, which is multifamily investing, where three deals can literally change your life forever. Okay, and I see a lot of people losing their enthusiasm after three months, two and a half, three months, because 
Oh, maybe they don't have anything to show for it. They don't have an outcome yet we talked about before. Oh, they don't have any investors yet. Oh, it's maybe a little more work than they thought. Oh, they've had a setback. Boo-hoo-hoo. You're in an 18 to 24-month retirement plan, for crying out loud, and you don't have your goals done in, in, in three months? Who cares, right? Really just focus on the consistency here. Now, here's some advice about how to stay consistent. One is definitely to have a support network around you. Okay. And it's, it's really a support network of maybe your peers or people who can talk to you in a candid way. This could be your wife, could be a good friend. Someone's got to be able to hold you accountable to your, to your goals. Uh, number two is peers who are trying to do what you're trying to do. Um, they're trying to do their first deal or the third deal, or they want to try and raise their first dollar, their hundredth dollar, their whatever, right? So surround yourself with people who are doing what you're doing. And then number three is you really want to have an expert on your team. And this could be an unpaid expert slash mentor. It could be a paid mentor. Okay. These are people who have done what you want to do. They've not done only single deal. They've done 500 units. They've raised $5 million. They have quit their jobs, right? They have seen a lot of things that you haven't seen. They can help you when you have an issue with an unforeseen circumstance and every deal is a little bit different. You want someone to basically get back to you with feedback immediately, right? So surround yourself with these subject matter experts, these, these mentors. Another thing, and, and the other thing is that people will keep you on track. You know, when you start losing enthusiasm in, in month three or whatever, month six, you know, they're going to put you back on track. A thing that helps is revisiting your why. That's back to point number one. Why did you start this three months, six months, nine months ago? Why are you thinking of quitting? Who are you letting down by quitting? And what happens if you don't pursue this? I see a lot of people just quit when they're so close, they're so close to being successful. Some people quit, they get a deal under contract and they go to due diligence and it doesn't work out. And usually a foundation issue, a water issue or something and they have to terminate the contract. And that is so traumatizing to them that they literally say, this is for the birds, I'm quitting. When my gosh, you know how hard it is to get a deal under contract? That's awesome. That means you must have convinced a broker and a seller to take you seriously. That's a humongous accomplishment. You are literally weeks away from repeating this process, but some people just quit, okay? So sticking with it is absolutely key. Uh, one thing that's also helped me in all of these things in goal setting, creating clarity and consistency is this morning routine. We talked about this, the miracle morning by Hal Elrod. He was a keynote at Dealmaker Live. Uh, we have another one, July 16, 17 in Dallas again. Super excited about that. But Hal uh, keynoted last year and he spoke at uh, and he wrote this book called The Miracle Morning. If you have not read this book, definitely read this book because it really breaks down what you should do in the morning. You know, it's, it's a it's a um, combination of writing, of quiet, meditating, praying, reading, visualizing. And every time you do that, it raises your self-awareness. In so doing, it creates clarity. We talked about that. And you can then kind of re-look at your goals on a weekly 90-day annual basis in so doing. So these things really help you keep on track every single week, every single month, every single year. Consistency is key. The other thing that's key in staying consistent is to recognize and celebrate your milestones. And this is really important because, again, we, you're doing something super meaningful that's going to change your life and that of your family, which is do your first deal. That's great. But the problem is that outcome might be sometime in the future. It could be six months. It could be 12 months. It could be 18 months. I don't know, right? And so if you only are so fixated on this, on this one outcome, you might think that nine months into this that uh, you don't have your first deal yet and you're about to give up. 
What you fail to recognize is that you have achieved significant milestones on the way there. So it's important that you recognize and celebrate those. So for example, having analyzed your first deal using maybe the syndicated deal analyzer, that's a big milestone. Good for you. That's awesome. You, you bought the product, you cracked it open, you watched the videos, you analyze, found a deal to analyze and you did it. Awesome. Your 20th is a big milestone because you get really competent, almost, you know almost better how to analyze deals than your broker at that point. Super meaningful. Your first uh, investor meeting, okay? Your first verbal commitment, your fifth verbal commitment, those are huge milestones, right? Little things like that. Uh, your 20th uh, offer submitted, uh, your first LOI submitted is a big, big milestone. Certainly getting a deal on a contract is a big one. But you you basically, like in our, in our mentoring program, we have this thing called a deal funnel that tracks all these things on a week-to-week basis. And the more activity you do at the top, the more outcome you can get on the bottom. So you can very quickly see, well, if you're not making offers, you're not going to get any kind of deals to pop out, obviously. But the other thing it does, it shows you everything that you've done. And all these things are super, super meaningful, and you should literally celebrate these things to some degree with your with your family. Hey, I just analyzed my 20th deal. And your, your spouse is going to say, well, good for you, honey. You're like, no, it's a pretty big deal. Let me tell you why. And I'm not making this in light of these things. These are actually pretty big deals, and you need to recognize them and you celebrate them. Because if you do, you will see that you're making progress. And if you only focus on the big goal, you may not see that. All right, last tip I have is to commit to the outcome not so much the timeline. And this concept I got from Hal Elrod's other book, The Miracle Equation, which I also recommend. It's called The Miracle Equation. And it really changes the way that I've been taught to set goals, which is be very specific and always attach a a deadline to them so you know whether you've accomplished that goal. Now, that goal is actually, that is uh, useful for shorter timeframes. Anything less than 90 days or less, I can attach a deadline to those things because I control them, okay? I can control analyzing 20 deals. I control reading and finishing a book, okay? So if I need to put a deadline next to those tasks, but some things I don't control, like doing your first deal or quitting my job, okay? That could take me 11 months, but it could take me two years. I don't know. And before you drive yourself crazy with a deadline, don't even set one. So in, in Hal's book, The Miracle Equation, he talks about committing to the outcome. I'm committed to quitting my job. I'm committed to doing my first deal. No matter how long it takes, there is no option. And at the end of the day, you can never fail. Okay, I love this because whether it takes you six months, 12 months, 18 or 24 months, it just doesn't matter, right? You can never fail at this again because you're so committed to the outcome and not so much the timeline. So I highly encourage you guys read that book. It's a great book to read over the break and to internalize that. Another great book is The One Thing by Gary Keller because The One Thing helps you create clarity. Remember that thing about clarity? And uh, he also shows you how to make time to achieve that one thing. And so now that creates consistency. Okay, you get that clarity, consistency. And consistency is no good without clarity. Any action you take is no good without clarity. You can have someone, and I've seen this before, they'll take massive, quote, massive action, and they'll sign up for a mentoring program, whatever the case may be, and then two and a half months later, they, they accept a promotion at work, you know, and now instead of working 50 plus hours, now they're working 80 plus hours, and they're traveling half the time, and they're managing 100, 100 people nationwide. Well, why did you accept that promotion? I, I'm confused about that. You just told me that you wanted to quit your job and you want to do your first deal, right? And so what this person did is they weren't clear on what they wanted. They weren't clear on what they didn't want. They, instead, they, they sent mixed signals out into the universe. 
You know, and God's going like this. He's scratching his head going, oh, what does he now want? Does he want to quit his job or does he want to, does he want a promotion? I, I don't know. I can't figure this out, right? So clarity is absolutely key. And so before you do anything, you have to be clear. It's this Robert Kiyosaki. He talks a lot about this be, do, have thing. And in, with regards to the be, do, have, what you need to be first is clear. Okay, and once you're clear, now you can do something. You can take consistent action so you can have what you want. So that's kind of the sequence, I think. And I really hope that this is something that has really helped you clarify the goal setting process, right? Become very clear first and then make sure you're consistent with those goals and commit to the outcome, not so much to the timeline. All right, in summary now, the six goal setting techniques I have for you right now is to develop your why, State your goals clearly and over multiple time frames. Number three, just do the next three things so you never become overwhelmed again. Number four, focus on activity, not the outcome. Number five, be consistent. And under that, uh, I want to make a point is to celebrate your milestones. That's super, super important. And number six is commit to the outcome, not so much to the timeline. So hopefully you can put those things to work as well. If you are committed to doing your first deal and you feel uh, and you believe that mentoring is a good thing and just in general in life, if you're one of those people, then I do encourage you to check out our mentoring program. You can do that at themichaelblank.com forward slash mentor. Because if you really want to accelerate your timeline and you have the resources, check it out. Uh, we actually guarantee success in this program. We guarantee that you do your first deal in the first 12 months. No one else does this, I don't think. And it really helps students do bigger deals faster and quit their jobs faster. For example, David Kamara did four deals in his first year with us. Kyle Mitchell was another one. He quit his job in the first 12 months. So it is not for everyone and there is an investment. But if you feel like I'm talking to you right now, if you feel like you want to change your life and that and your family, then uh, schedule the strategy session. There's no obligation, but it's probably going to be the best 40 minutes you've invested in yourself. Go to themichaelblank.com forward slash mentor and uh, have a conversation with us. So I wish you all the best in 2020, and not only in your business and finance, but also with your health and your relationships and anything you decide is the most important to you. See you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Apartment Building Investing Podcast with Michael Block. For more free podcasts, articles, and videos, go to themichaelblanc.com. There, you can also download the free ebook, The Secret to Raising Money to Buy Your First Apartment Building. Till next time.